yesterday I found myself at a breakfast first joint around 11.45, 12. So I think most of you, by standard definition, are going to pigeonhole me and say, you were having brunch, but I actually wasn't though. I wasn't. I was having breakfast foods for lunch. That was my lunch. It was more of a breakfast. And you know, what breakfast food is and what lunch, I mean, that's just really all up to you. I had pancakes, hash browns, bacon, and toast. Where I grew up, that's usually breakfast food, but I was having it for lunch. And also, I think if I were to follow typical brunch culture after eating, I would go home and nap for four hours, but I didn't. I went to the art museum for four hours. And to be fair, the only thing actually keeping me away from that nap, that four-hour nap, was a very, very stale cup of coffee, and it needed to be stale. That's not me bashing this place. It needed to be stale. The restaurant spot itself, elbow grease, some grit, real tough, and it's been around for a while. I felt like on the back end, maybe managed or financed by a former or current Hells Angel. I'm trying to think of the other motorcycle gains, but like the, some of the cooks had t-shirts with flames on them, and I just got that energy, and I appreciated it. But either way, look, stale cup of coffee wasn't going to keep me going for a while. So naturally, we beeline to the coffee shop at the art museum to start. The person I was with got a chai latte, myself, an Americano, and everyone, there I was, in the middle of the Portland Art Museum, wearing half an Adidas tracksuit with an Americano. I don't know if I've ever felt so millennial, but also so not millennial in my life. Getting up close and personal with these paintings. Sipping my Americano in between every two. Looking at the strokes. Looking at the colors. Trying to appreciate what's happening, but having no idea. At the same time, getting lost. It's a, it's a very big museum. And when you're conversing, when you're hanging out, you can spend a lot of time there. I think we only hit... 60 to 70% of the entire spot until we just, you know, it's time to go. Been here for a while. It's hopping the elevator. And you got to understand something. So the elevators at these art museums, they're massive because they're obviously, they're transporting pieces from floor to floor. And some of these paintings are huge. So we're inside this elevator. We're on floor three and we're going to go down to the lobby. So you hit LL, you close the door uh, she was on one side of the elevator, I was on the other. You can kind of hear your voices echo as you're talking. And I think it was, it was something small talk related, maybe something about the, the last exhibit. But we're both honestly assuming this position where kind of all weight on one foot, but we're leaning back into the elevator with our arms crossed. Everyone, we drop one floor and the elevator gets called. Not that big of a deal. I get it. You're walking around a lot. Give the legs a rest. Completely understandable. But as that door opened, uh, I, I see the face of a, I'm calling him 31 years old. 31-year-old man standing very close to the opening, like questionably close, like kind of how you might when you're joking around and you're bored in a hotel or something. Maybe you want to look like Will Smith, Men in Black 2. The door opens right before your nose. You're just standing there kind of composed, but at the same time, you're joking around, killing time. That's what he was doing, but at the Portland Art Museum, he walks in. He had extremely baggy Levi's on, something out of 1995. His shirt, not Lacoste, not Ralph Lauren, off-brand polo, pinstripe, blue, gray, a little white in there. His facial hair, amber tint, 
very large glasses on his face too. His father, a little different, very well put together, dry fit top, nice pants on, running shoes. He was clearly ready to navigate a museum and he didn't look like I'm guessing it was his father, but he looked quite young, like naturally preserved. It was ridiculous. I don't know if he's like cycling on the side. He was in shape, kind of walks in, but there was this odd energy in the room. And as the 31-year-old son literally entered in the elevator, just declaring to both of us, and I quote, someone vomited on this floor. And it's kind of here where I just, I don't know what he wanted us to do. Do I ask who it was? Do I go out and help? It just happened so quickly. And usually in elevators, there's a... I think there's, there's not like a code, but I think more often than not, hypothetically, if you didn't say anything to anyone, it would not be a big deal. Everyone's just trying to get from point A to point B. You don't got to make friends. You don't have to make enemies. But this man walked in here, established himself, his jeans too baggy for me not to pay attention, and declares that someone vomited on the second floor of the Portland Art Museum. Before even really giving us enough time to provide him with like a response or just to give him some sort of emotional reaction, he says, it was me. And things get a little more weird. But then I look a little closer at that beard with the amber flare and it's covered in vomit, just uke everywhere. And then I look at his pinstripe shirt, uke there too. I'm at a loss for words because I don't want to engage with, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why he's vomiting, but he was in weirdly good spirits. That's the, that was probably the creepier part because I think if I vomited, my eyes would be watery, my cheeks rosy red, and then just kind of disgruntled. I would not be in high spirits whatsoever, but he kind of walked in almost proud, kind of like he wanted us to know that he vomited at the Portland Art Museum. He declared it so that that might've been the case. I don't really know what to do at this point. I'm thinking head down, whip out the phone. It's a large elevator. Maybe I walk to a corner, mind my own business. But my friend takes the speaking baton, initiates with the father. Hey, at least you didn't get any vomit on you. Father lets out a chuckle. Okay, the mood's a little bit lighter. But as that last burst of air from that mild-mannered chuckle exits his mouth, his eyes drop south, and he extends his right arm, the dry-fit sleeve now kind of warping around his, I would say, very muscular forearm looks on the underside. What do we see? I mean, you can do the math. Splatters of vomit. He's got vomit on his Nike dry fit top at the Portland Art Museum. But it gets worse. Those black and gray ASICs. I mean, look, I'm sure they've seen bad things. This is the Pacific Northwest. I'm assuming he does a lot of trail running, some mud, some moss, probably covering those puppies every once in a while. But now, you know, black, gray, let's add a little bit of orange to that. There's vomit on his shoes. So let's get Black Mirror for a second, Bandersnatch. If you're me, what do you do? Do you pat him on the back? He was actually next to me. Do I pat this father on the back? Do I console him? Do I console the person who actually vomited at the Portland Art Museum? Do I keep to myself? Do I press the next floor down and just exit, take the stairs, rest? Like, what, what do you do? Because I didn't know what to do. I think I just said, oh, mm. <sighs> and that was it. Everyone, 
here's my thing. I think I've, you know, I've probably been to maybe 10 museums in my life and no one in any of those museums ever walked into the elevator that I was in wearing an off-brand polo t-shirt covered in vomit. That was a first. I can appreciate that. 